If you're a pastor, you are in the business of speaking. One of the most important things you ever do is stand there and tell people things from the Bible. You present to them the Word of God. In fact, pastors almost always are speaking. That seems to be one of their characteristics. How can we be the very best pastor and the very best speaker at the same time is what we're going to be covering here today as we overview the nine fundamentals of pastoral preaching. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Mike Holmes here, and we're talking about the nine fundamentals of pastoral preaching. The pastor and his preaching. What could be more important than that particular topic there? This is something I've been burdened about and working on for quite some time, and I'm very excited to begin to be presenting this to you uh, here in our podcast and our YouTube format. So welcome to the Better Sundays podcast here at reachkeep.com. If you're not familiar with me, my name is Mike Holmes. I am the founding pastor here at the Sinclair Baptist Church out in central Wyoming, and uh, we've been involved in, I've been actually public speaker my entire ministerial career. Um, I got saved when I was 20, went right into the ministry and started yakking and haven't stopped since. So uh, I've spent a lot of time studying how to put together good sermons and what is it a good sermon uh, takes makes it happen and what is it that makes a good pastoral sermon because I think there is a huge difference between someone who is just a preacher and someone who is a pastor who is preaching. And we're going to be covering that in our training that we are doing. Now, we have this uh, online training that we're doing. Uh, we have some Zoom-based coaching that's going to be coming up, going to be starting uh, in a few months where, where you can kind of, you get the, kind of the preview of it here, and then we're going to be signing up people uh, to get you into some coaching where we'll work with you one-on-one -on -one and help you to sharpen up your acts and be absolutely the best possible uh, pastoral preacher that you can be. You might be a pulpiteer already. You might have been on deputation and you speak all the time and you can handle yourself in front of a crowd. You don't have the jitters anymore. You got your notes. You figured it all out. You know what, what you're doing there. But when it comes to a pastor preaching, there are a lot of different things that you have and we're, that are important uh, to have. And we're going to be giving you those and speaking of those. And we have these nine fundamentals all here. Now, what I'd like to do today is just simply to review those and let you know, uh, you know, kind of the, sort of the big picture of, of what they are. And then from there, we're going to go through every week and give you several, uh, you know, things to think about in these specific areas. So this one will link to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. Make sure that you stay tuned and catch all of them. I'm also going to be asking you some questions in each one of these. You don't have the ability to really answer back. You could type something in the bottom there if you're watching this on a YouTube page or wherever you're finding this. You could probably respond to us. But in our coaching time, it's going to be us one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to be Zooming. We're going to have a few of us in there so we can kind of feed off of each other. It's going to be very, very helpful thing. And I want to encourage you to stick by to, to the end. I'll show you the address where you can sign up and get to this. Uh, but let's just jump right into it. Our teaching on the pastor, the nine fundamentals, really breaks down into kind of three categories. We have really three lessons that deal with one area, but four that kind of deal with another kind of concept, and then just a couple more 
uh, that kind of sort of wrap things up. And I want to uh, uh, present those to you and, and just kind of give you those, like say, sort of the overview, the sort of the taste. We'll kind of get going uh, on this from here. So um, our very first one here is the pastor and his character. And this is something, uh, if, if you have a pulpiteer, if you ever read sermons and listened to sermons, I mean, I've listened to zillions of sermons. I've read all sorts of sermons. I am not really familiar with the pastor's character. In other words, I don't see him before he walks to the pulpit. I don't see him after he walks to the pulpit. I don't know his demeanor. I don't necessarily know him or like him or trust him any more than uh, just kind of what I've heard a little bit of reputation. But this is something that is super important. And this is what we're going to be discussing uh, the first three weeks is going through what is going on in a pastor's life and what is going on and, and the character of they, uh, that they have that makes them be what they need to be. Pastors come out from among the people. In other words, they're not born royalty. They're not born with the, you know, the silver spoon or the silver tongue or whatever they call it uh, type of a thing. They are born, okay, just like you and I. They're normal people. They've developed their skills. They've honed their skills. But they also have, besides speaking skills, they also have a character. They also have something uh, that is important, and, and, and this is where we kind of get into this, what we call the know, like, and trust, the KLT factor. It's where you know the pastor, and you begin to like the pastor, and you trust the pastor. You will get much more out of somebody that you trust speaking than someone that you distrust uh, while they're speaking. And so the character of a pastor is something that really flows throughout him, and then the character inside the pastor of what he is trying to do with a message, not just like I've got 30 minutes to, you know, say these flamboyant words and all these wonderful things. I've got 30 minutes to wow people or whatever, but a pastor is there in the mode of developing. Part of his character is he is taking what is inside of him and he is putting it out there for you to influence you and to, for you to be changed and for you to grow and you to be discipled. And we're going to cover those kind of three areas there uh, right off the bat. And, and the, the, the areas are what we call the overlap. And that is that the pastor is from the people. He is part of the people and you see him and you see his character. You see him when he's tired. You see him when he's worn out. You see him when he's happy. You see him when he's sad. You see him when he's filled with grief and, and broken and all of that. And pastor, those things are so important. And those are things that a typical public speaker, uh, if you you know went to like graduation, it's that time of the year now when this is being recorded, the graduations will be happening and there'll be someone stand up there and they will give some type of speech for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever, 30 minutes. And you have no idea what the character is of that person. They have put together some good stuff. You can learn from it. I've heard some great graduation speeches. I've heard some real yawners as well. Okay, but you don't know the character. They're they're kind of like high and lifted up. They were chosen. They usually come from out of state somewhere. Uh, many times they're you know some type of politician or someone that's famous, and you know. But you don't know anything about them. But the pastor overlaps with his people. He is part of his people. And that is uh, such an important thing. And that takes us to the second one, which is what I call the container. In other words, the pastor, his body is, contains his character. And you are looking at that character. And there are things that are attractive about it and things that are, you know, repelling about it or whatever, uh, depending on what it ought to be. And we want to influence for good. So we need to be, you know, we need to have that, what we call the know, people know 
us and they like us and they trust us. Now, they may not like your message. And very often as a pastor, you have to do some things that are kind of hard. I mean, you speak harsh at at times and and kind of have to say the truth. But they ought to like you as a person. You ought to be likable. You ought to be, you know, they ought to know you. And they ought to, of all things, they ought to know that they are trusting you. There's a trust relationship. I'm going to dive into that have some questions for you to make sure that you're there and how to develop some of that uh, if you don't have that. The last one here is this idea of, of the pastor views himself as part of his character is he is an influencer. He is there to communicate change. He is there to develop. He is there to help you become different and get from A to B to move forward in your life. Okay. The feeding the flock of the God. In other words, you're feeding so that they develop and they mature. You are a mature maker. You are a developer. You are someone that, that, that takes people and moves them to a new and different place. And every sermon and every opportunity that you have, your character is coming out that you are just passionate about moving people forward. And we're going to teach you how to develop that and give you some questions to kind of think about as we go through. The second part of this would be a little bit more of what we would call the traditional uh, portion of a sermon. Uh, we call it the pastor and the meal, okay? And we kind of use the meal motif here for just a little bit. It's the idea that we are to feed the flock of God, and there's no doubt about that. But we've broken this down. In fact, only one of these sections really deals with probably the typical homiletical type stuff where you talk about developing a message and the content, and the, you know, you're going to exposit the scriptures in the way that they were given by God in the historical context, and you know, that type of We're going to deal a little bit with that, but there are a lot of books that are written about that. There's a lot of teaching on that, but we're going to teach uh, on the whole concept, and it really kind of starts with this meal idea that you would develop the appetite for the meal, that you would let people know that what you know, you're coming over for Thanksgiving, you're coming over for barbecue, you're coming over for, you know, we're having hot dogs, you know, after church today, we're having sub sandwiches or whatever. But there would be some level of anticipation and a pastor is responsible for letting people know kind of what the, the meal is going to be uh, kind of coming to. So, so also we're going to deal with this idea of what are your tools that you have, the, the kind of the serving utensils. Okay, this is the the getting into some of the things that, that we have the applica- the application. We have the illustration. We have you know the uh, kind of all the different ideas that w- what makes people attracted to the sermon and what makes it palatable and how we deliver it. And we're going to be covering some of that uh, in detail. Again, I mentioned we're going to cover the content or what we call the platter. You know, the food, it comes out on the big platter and and there it is. And then we're going to deal with something that's very, very important. And and there you know about these and you use these all the time, illustrations and different things like this. But this is what we call the salt or the flavor. It's what makes the, the, the flavor, what makes it, it good, okay? Um, there are many types of, of ways to eat beef, for example. You can have, you know, the teriyaki flavored beef. You can have just kind of grilled beef right on the grill. You know, you can have the, uh, the, the, sh- the, the shredded stuff and then you put the barbecue all over it. You know, I, 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 you can do the hamburger kind of, of meat. 
you can, uh, you know, just have hot dogs. You can, and there's all sorts of ways you can do. Um, we did beef fondue when I was a little kid, and it was such an amazing thing to cook your meat in a, a little fondue pot on the table and cook it and roll it in different spices and then get to eat it. All of those things apply to a message as well. The way that you are, are using it and you're, the way that you're kind of presenting it and the way that you're, you're creating the flavor for the meal, and that is so essential. We're going to talk about how to develop that and where sometimes things go wrong in, in that area, okay? The, the next one we're going to do, and uh, the pastor and the meal, okay, is we're going to get to what we call the master plan, section three, and the, this deals with the last couple ones. And these are the ideas that we have here of kind of the sort of the what you would know is the call to action, okay, or the invitation or the response to a message. We're going to deal about how to deal with all that. But before we get to that, we're going to get into what we call a larger master plan. In other words, where is this meal really taking people? Where is it going? And this is the hardest of all the topics that we have is number eight is the master planning here. It would be the equivalent of uh, if you were a, um, a, a chef and you were cooking for special dietary needs. In other words, what is this meal doing? You would have to ask, what is it, who is the meal for? Is it for a bunch of people that need to lose uh, you know, weight or whatever? Then you would have to have certain ingredients and a certain of this and certain amount of vegetables, certain amount of proteins and you know things like that. If your meal is being prepared for an infant, for example, you want them to gain weight. You want them to get the, you know, a lot more sodium or potassium or whatever happens to be that that baby would happen uh, to need. If it's a teenager, okay, you're feel, making a meal for a teenager, uh, you know, you know, kind of anything goes with them. And there are times when we're pastoring that, you know, we can give some general content and it is really good. But folks, there are times when the meal preparation and where we're going with this, for, for example, a, a person who is, uh, you know, elderly and maybe uh, needing a, a lot of special uh, type food in, in a different category that is very important that we do that and your church you have to know what, where your church is on all this a public speaker stands up and goes boom okay uh, a preacher stands up boom okay someone who is you know a missionary he's got kind of a theme and he's going different place or like say general public speaker they got something they're trying to do they're trying to motivate you but they know nothing of the crowd and you must know your people and where you're taking them and from that, then you get this, what we would call this response. You get this call to, to action. All of these things are just super important. And we're going to go through all of these in all nine steps. We're going to take one each week. So make sure you join us here on our YouTube. And if this is important for you, to make sure that you pass this on, okay? It is the pastor and his preaching, okay, is what we're covering here. And these, these nine fundamentals we'll be going through. And all of this is leading towards, for those of you that like this kind of stuff, we have some Zoom-based coaching that we're going to be doing. Uh, it's going to take us about nine weeks to go through all this. And then we will be going into uh, the teaching with you. In other words, this is just one way. You're just getting it one way. But when we get to the Zoom coaching, we're getting the two-way, and we're going to get the feedback. We're going to ask you the questions, and some of them are going to be the hard questions. And we're going to discuss and how you can work your way, know your crowd, and all the different things that you can do. So all of that is coming up. If you're interested in that, okay, the way and the place to sign up is at reachkeep.com slash preaching. 
and you'll get a page that looks just like this says, let's preach better. And absolutely, I am convinced that one of the most important things that is attractional to your church is the word of God. When people come and they go, I need help. I need solutions. I got a problem. I need relief. My life is a mess. I'm a disaster. We had a woman come to church. Uh, this is being recorded on a Sunday. We had a woman uh, come to church today and I went up to talk to her. She got a cup of coffee and I just kind of started chatting and she just started, you know, she just started crying and she's like, I just need to be here. Okay. And I was not in a position to kind of dive into that. And we got another lady in our church that spoke with her later and, and hopefully they're getting together and talking, they're helping her out with, with some of those things. But folks, people are coming to church broken. We have a broken society and you and I need to figure out how to reach them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am so excited about our upcoming training here and this whole idea of the pastor and his preaching. I am looking forward to doing this in a group coaching format with many of you. As many of you know, I talk with pastors every single day and we talk, you know, around the country, uh, you know, all over the place. And I am thrilled and excited to be able to do this and uh, want to invite you to come. So if you are interested in this, the wait list address here is reachkeep.com slash preaching. We will get you the invitation to uh, come to some of that. But thank you for being with us here today. Uh, make sure that you tune in next week, next week next week as we go through and start the nine fundamentals of pastoral preaching. Very excited about it. So thanks for being with us here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com.